Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, October 26, 2022. Our bit today comes from Zechariah 9, verse 12, which says, Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render or restore double unto thee. So we're rolling along on the hump day of Wednesday which has opened somewhat cloudy, but my genius computer has told me that it will eventually turn out to be a sunny day. And how can I doubt such good news? eh? No way. But as always, be it sunshine, snow, or rain, I'm thankful for having seen another blessed morning in my already long life. Hope you are too. And though our problems might seem rather overwhelming and unsurmountable at times, and we feel like we don't want to wake up another day to deal with them, that's just the enemy playing his usual games with our feelings and emotions. But you know what Jesus said about Satan and his evil doings? The thief cometh not, but for two or except to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life, and they might have it more abundantly. And we know that comes from John 10.10. Yes, friends, Jesus came to give us life, and so much life that it overflows. So why then would we listen to the enemy and not want to wake up to see another day? The truth is, As long as there is life, there is always hope. Hope that our problems will be solved. Hope that our hurts will be comforted and our wounds healed through the great and good auspices of Jesus Christ, the great healer, the great comforter, and the giver of much hope as witnessed by his many other great attributes. And you know what they say about hope? Hope is a revolution a powerful presence that breaks us from the future and transforms today. Jesus' arrival has brought God's destiny for humanity crashing into now in an explosion of life. Into a world marked by death, it changes everything. Wow, what a powerful force hope is. And by the way, that definition of hope comes from an article by Joshua Ryan Butler, aptly titled, Prisoners of Hope. Now, the good book also refers to us by that name in the Old Testament writings of the prophet Zechariah, after his people were defeated by the Babylonians and taken into captivity, he comforted and reassured them by talking about the coming of Zion's future king, Jesus Christ. He passionately declares, you believe I spell declares wrong? Ah, Lord. Yes, he passionately declares to them, turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render or restore double unto thee. Oh, my people, there's nothing better than being a prisoner of hope in Christ Jesus, for he is the be all and end all of everything and every life that's on planet Earth. And we saw that he came once 
to prepare the soil of human life for planting, then sowed the seeds of righteousness and godliness through his Holy Spirit in anticipation for when he comes a second time to reap the fruit of his Spirit that's grown up beautifully and bountifully on God's great earth. So please, whatever else we might do, let's not lose hope or give up because Jesus has faithfully promised to return and take us back to heaven with him. And all of his promises are faithful and true. Now listen to this most marvelous one that deals with his coming again. He says to the disciples, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions or dwellings. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And that comes from John 14, 1 to 3. Wow, what a mighty promise, my fellow believers. That's why we simply cannot afford to lose hope in Christ. For whatever needs to be done in our lives, he can accomplish it. Why do we think that? Because, as he told the disciples a little later on, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one cometh unto the Father but by me. And we know that comes from John 14, 6. And that's the gospel truth. So please believe it fervently, my people. For if we don't, we are sitting ducks for Satan to just come and pick us off one by one and immerse us in evil doings that will only lead us eventually to eternal damnation and the lake of fire where the devil is slated to go on judgment day. But first, before anything can happen, we have to give Jesus the chance, the opportunity to work in our lives by turning to him in sincere trust and faith. Otherwise, all our own efforts will be in vain. Because, as Jesus, Jesus puts it so short and telling, for without me, ye can do nothing. And that comes from John 15, 5. Now, here is this interesting excerpt on the subject, Prisoners of Hope, from an article by Mark Batterson, found on his website, markbatterson.com. He writes, The prophet Zechariah declared this double blessing to Jewish prisoners of war, but he called them prisoners of hope. Those are polar opposites, are they not? So which is it, prisoners of war or prisoners of hope? That depends on your perspective, doesn't it? If you let circumstances define the way you see God, you are a prisoner of perspective, or worse, a prisoner of your past mistakes. But if you let God define the way you see circumstances, you are a prisoner of hope. Please don't let anyone name you except God. You are not the labels people put on you. You are who God says you are. You are the apple of God's eye. You are the object of his affection. You are more than a conqueror. Israel had experienced a bitter defeat at the hands of the Babylonians. 
They were at the mercy of their captors who had defiled their temple and mocked their God. But God reminded them of who would have the last laugh. For their pain, he prescribed the promise of double blessing. End of quote. Yes, my faithful brethren, our great God, though he chastised us for our wrongdoings, he's still always offering us encouragement. That's because he loves us so deeply and never wants to lose even one of his creations. But again, for that to happen successfully, we also need to play our part in the partnership that show our sincere hope, faith, trust, and obedience to his word and will for our lives. And for those of us who are sincerely trying to do just that, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell it right there today because we are a prisoner of hope that one day we'll spell it right all the time. So let's go home declaring our Wednesday will, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus as one strong voice. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And believe me, friends, if we endure with Jesus until the very end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. Mama Mia, that gives us even more cause to endure. Much love. And the postscript for today says, you can't have faith without first having hope, for faith is based on hope. Yes, friends, that is, that's the indisputable truth. Without hope, you can't have faith because faith is based on that expectation of something good coming up at some stage of the game, even though you don't see it. So please, let's get out there today with lots of hope and lots of faith and live for Jesus sincerely as we are supposed to do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. 